Hi, I'm Melinda and I'm the host of See Here Love and this is the backstory. Well, on today's show, we're talking all about changes, and it's something that I am confronted with every day, and I can't get that David Bowie song out of my head, that one's like, ch-ch-changes, and ba-ba-ba, I don't know the whole song, but you get the gist of it, that's about changes, and we all go through them. And I think, as a woman now, in my stage and young age of life, um, I'm going through a lot of changes. Uh, when you are in a blended family, and your young kids grow up to be these teenagers, angsty, and wonderful. They're wonderful. Um, there's a lot of changes in that as a parent of how you deal with teenagers, changes in my own hormones and body and all that kind of thing that I'll talk about later on in the show. Uh, changes in my priorities in focusing on family and how to be present versus when I was younger, it was all about succeeding and making it up in the corporate world and getting my name out there. And a weird change where even though I do a show like this, and even though I speak and do all kinds of things, I felt the shift and change where I'm exhausted with a bit of the grind. I'm tired of pushing and hustling, and now I feel like I'm in this stage of great change where I just wanna be chill and be present and surround myself with the people that I love and do the things that I love. And so that's a change. When you come from a place where you're a people pleaser and you're always changing for people and being a chameleon to all of a sudden sitting in a place where you're like, I just want to be me, and I know that I'm valued and loved by God. Anyway, all that to say, the backstory of this is because I'm confronted with this, and I really wanted our co-hosts and our guests to talk about how they navigate change well, because I really wanted to learn and listen to them. I want to know how to do it well, because I haven't done it well. Sometimes when I've, when I've changed, I've gotten into depression. When I've changed, I've made horrible decisions that have impacted my life really adversely and have hurt people. Sometimes I've changed too quickly, and sometimes it took me a little too long to change when necessary. And man, the world is changing so quickly that even doing podcasts, radio, a TV show, the backstory is a lot of change. Um, so that's a bit where I'm at. And you know, you'll hear a little later in our uh, verse that we talk about in Matthew about building your house, your life on the rock and not on sand. And, for some of you who went to Sunday school, you'll know that song, build your house on Lord Jesus Christ, this, the rock, all that kind of stuff. Um, because that's the only thing that's firm and solid in a changing world. So I hope this show encourages you. It really encourages me. And I'm learning to navigate change well, not to be afraid of it, to embrace it, but also to be thoughtful and wise, being led by God's spirit as we go. So that's the backstory and enjoy the rest of the show. We're back, it's season five of See Here Love and it's all about changes. And today we're giving you tips on how to navigate change well. You are seen, you are heard, you are loved by God. You're not alone, you're fully known, you are loved by God. Well, welcome to See Here Love. It's season five. Woo! It's great to have the team together. Lisa, Brooke, Joanna, Cheryl, welcome back. It's good to wow. be back. Thanks. Was it a busy summer? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah? Okay. Well, here we are at season five. What are you looking forward to the most for this new season? Personally, for the show, your life? What would you say? Lisa, what would you say? New people. 
It's always exciting new people because I think the older I get, I appreciate the stories that people bring. And that just helps me understand how God is so unique and how much he cares. And it's inspiring. Yeah. It's inspiring. It so, so meeting new people yeah. for this yeah. new season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to sort of the same. <laughs> I mean, Steve and I have so much traveling coming up for this season across Canada, and it's always so cool to, like, I don't know, just meet so many new people, like thousands of new people, and like hear their stories and get to know where they come from and what they're doing. And so, yeah, same. I'm yeah. very excited for, yeah. for this new season. That's awesome. I love that. I'm building a new business, so I'm excited yeah. to figure Woo! that out. Yeah, and do yeah, some, yeah. yeah. And do some travel <laughs> and uh, yeah, work with lots of different clients. It's mm-hmm. gonna be great. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, expanding my ministry and really excited to see where God leads it. It's a big step of faith, and I think um, I think. I'm going to be gleaning from these shows coming up on faith and change, Mm. trying to get my uh, lessons as I go. (laughs) I would say all of it. I would say meeting the new people, seeing where the show goes and the connections. I'm excited. Mm. And every season when you come into a new season, don't you get a little bit of that feeling in you? A little September, it feels like a new year. It always does. does. It's more than January. It's that new year. It's a refresh. Yeah. 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 And what a perfect place to do a reset then here at Tyndale University mm-hmm. College and Seminary in Toronto, in front of, are you guys ready? A live student audience. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love how I just did that so naturally. I didn't even have to like prep. Awesome. I kind of did. <laughs> well, I love this community because it's a community of 1,600 students with 12,000 alumni wow. representing 60 ethnic backgrounds and 40 awesome. church That's denominations. Incredible. Mm. And there might be a few alumnus here on the set, right, Cheryl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, Tyndale Seminary is Canada's largest and oldest graduate school of theology, and the university really prepares young people to have critical thinking mm. in their faith. So it's great That's to awesome. be here as we listen, we learn, and we begin to change. So what a great backdrop for our show today on how to navigate change well. So how many of you, talking to the audience, are going through significant changes. Let me list them and raise your hands as it happens. First year of university. New dorm roommate. They're so young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> New city that you're here, oh, nice wow. and high. New friends. Overwhelmed oh, by classes. All of you. Overwhelmed <laughs> by finances. Yeah. Responsibilities. I know, and we're all like this too. Yeah, us too. So you get, you get, and we get the importance of navigating through change well, right? Yeah. And you too, as well? Yeah. And it never ends. I was just laughing at the new d- new roommate. She was like... <laughs> <laughs> Wonder what that roommate's like. Is the like. roommate going to be watching? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. And I think, you know, the topic came up because I think, as we just said, September starts a new year, a new feeling of change. Yeah. This is the perfect show mm-hmm. for it. So let's start off, though, with a new segment for this new season called News and Views. And I'm going to share a little bit of news and I want your initial responses as I give you a little bit of statistics on this. So from Nick Tassler at Psychology Today, he wrote an article called Why One in Three People Adapt to Change More Successfully. Mm -hmm. Only one in three people. And quickly, this is what he said. He assessed the work of researchers Salvador Matty and Roxanne Cohen-Silver, and this is what they found. They they, um, researched and followed a bunch of people at a big company in the U.S., and layoffs happened, divorces, kids, all kinds of things. And they said the majority could not handle the change and they actually crashed. Mm. But the one third of those people that went through all those changes over 12 years thrived because they chose not to look back at the past and mm. say, I wish it was what it was like right. then. Mm-hmm. They stepped forward. Mm. So good. Mm. That was it. 
The second one, just quickly in research from Roxanne, she assessed a, a number of people who were bereaved parents, had lost mm. kids, had gone through terrorist attacks, had gone through natural disasters. And they said that they always thought that people going through change, moving forward, needed to know the why in their suffering. Mm. What they found out was wow. one in three who thrived and healed after those changes did not ask the why. Mm. What did they do? They stepped mm -hmm. forward. Wow. Yeah. Thoughts, because that is an essential part of change. Yeah. What do you think? What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm all in for that. Um, I feel like there's there's two things there. There's sort of navigating change and navigating trauma. And I feel like navigating change um, can happen positively when you when you just sort of take another view of it. Like this is a new season, a new chapter, a new page. There's something new and wonderful coming out of it. Mm. I feel like we dread sometimes rather than sort of being optimistic. Like yeah. what yeah. new thing, what great mm -hmm. thing can come yeah. out of that? For trauma, I would just encourage someone to change their why to what. So instead of the why did this happen? Why me? Why mm -hmm. me? What can I learn from that experience? Exactly. What yep. would God have me learn? What? How can I use this in a good way? What can I share in terms of lessons yeah. mm -hmm. out of it? And I feel like you would find that that would actually almost be a ministry tool or a blessing in disguise. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's good. Yeah, good. Mm -hmm. yeah, I, mean, I love that because I think that like change is all about your perspective. Like, uh, for example, like I moved from like a cool uh, condo downtown Toronto to the suburbs. Um, <laughs> and like, I could look behind me and be like, oh, I'm missing out on this like cool, exciting life in Toronto. But actually like, God's given us so many gifts in the suburbs mm -hmm. that like, yeah. we need to look at and focus right. on and yeah. give thanks for. And mm -hmm. I think when it comes to like anything to do with change, yeah, I think perspective is like a yeah. huge, huge part of it. So you just did a shout out to the suburbs. Yeah. The burbs. <laughs> Woo! And all the burbs. Thriving in the burbs. Thriving in the burbs. Awesome. I think for me, um, Something very key is understanding the sovereignty of God. And there's a Bible verse that always comes to mind when we talk about change and just the chaos and the internal turmoil that can come with it. And there's a Bible verse that says, um, he is at perfect peace whose mind is stayed on God because he trusts in you. Mm -hmm. And it's just, and you don't, you, you, the why question is wrong because you'll never know why right. so right. many exactly. times. But so many times. as you grow in faith and you know who, yeah. like I know that Brooke is my friend and we are, and I don't always question the why she asked me to do stuff because there's a relationship there, there's a trust there. And so for me, oh my goodness, the changes that you experience, like moving from a continent to a different one and just coming back sooner than you think and all that, yeah. changing vocations in the last five years, it is chaotic and you at points you feel sorry for yourself and you're like, this is not what I thought, Lord, and you get angry mm -hmm. and then you get over that and you're like, do you know what? Um, this is God and he's sovereign. Yeah. You question his goodness and then you come full circle. He is good yeah. always. Yeah. Yeah. Good. One of the things I think about with change that I've, as I've studied it is the idea, one of the reasons we don't like change is because you feel like a beginner again. Mm -hmm. So when things change, you're, you don't, you're not an expert anymore at your own life or how to navigate a new city or mm -hmm. you, you've become so comfortable in what was that when you change some aspect of your life, you have to start again. Yeah. Yeah. And it's this heart of humility and teachability, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. To just say like, what can I learn here? Yeah. What's the new opportunity? Yeah, What's the stretch? Yeah. You know, that, and it speaks to this, this, article, they said at the very end of the article, it's fascinating. It's moving from the question that many say, and you'll see this in culture and in the news, why bad things happen to good people, right. moving to what can good people do when bad things there happen. It is right there. Yeah. Mm. It's literally reframing yeah. to ensure that when you navigate change, that's what you're looking at. And yeah. it's fascinating that 
you know, you're, you, I'm a person who wants to re have everything resolved mm. and the question, mm. why answered? And they yeah. actually say in the research, it actually hinders you from change because it will yeah. keep you back. Yeah. You yeah. don't you get stuck. The, you don't the, move forward. The why will get you stuck. Yeah. Yeah. You'll never get it, will you? You'll never <laughs> no. get that rollout of the full <laughs> answer. Yeah. Which you, you want. When you get stuck on the why, then you miss like actually what God wants to do right. in yeah. this new place, yeah. right? Like I don't know why I'm in the burbs. Well, I, I know now why I'm in the burbs. <laughs> it's called I've embraced cheap housing. <laughs> I've embraced it. You know what I mean? But it's, yeah. I think sometimes the why isn't as important as we make it out to be because what's it going to change just because you know exactly. why exactly why yeah. right yeah exactly. so yeah and i think too in the example of maddie who did this you know 12 years actually the company was bell and he and they studied for 12 years the people that worked at bell hmm. and it was it was fascinating when they said when they actually went to the people that were not doing well they kept saying, oh, remember the good old days? Mm. Remember when it was? <laughs> remember, and then they actually said, but it wasn't really great back then. You just you just elevate. You romanticize And romanticize it, yeah. the good, yeah. and you want yeah. that, but really. Yeah, it's real. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. You kind of like, you yeah. want that. And he yeah. said, but the people who thrived were like, well, it's happened, I lost my job, things happened, and now how do I move forward? This yeah. is the circumstance yeah. I'm in, how do we move forward? Yeah. yeah. So, change is inevitable, and Change is good is essentially what right. we're saying. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> change is good. Say it with me. Change, change is, is good. good. <laughs> well, speaking about navigating change well, uh, let's go to Melinda's interview with Dr. Heather Butch as she talks about how she navigates change next on See Her Love. Dr. Heather Birch, it's so great to have you here on See Here Love for the start of our season five. And as we talk about navigating change well, which I know you get, because not so many years ago, you were scooping up ice cream at the mall, and now you are the director of, I wanna make sure I get this right, of the education, education program. program, thank you, here at Tyndale. That's some big change. How did that happen? Because that seems like such a huge change from that, the mall, to this amazing, amazing school. Yes, so I started off as a teacher. I taught music and drama and dance in schools to young children. And then my husband's a pastor, so we made a move to a new town where he got a new job, and I was unable to get work as a teacher there. And I found it really frustrating, but eventually I had to try to find work of some sort. So I just applied for any job I could find. So I took a newspaper route, wow. and I worked at an ice cream shop. What was that like when you knew your gifting and abilities and passions, and you wanted to be there? but you were not there, you were at the mall. How did you feel about that? Well, I started to second guess my gifts and abilities and passions and wonder, was I really meant to be a teacher? And, but deep down I knew that I was and I believed that one day I would be again, even though I wasn't there at the moment. Wow, so as we talk about navigating change well, what were some of the key markers that helped you get to where you are today? I was doubting myself and feeling like I didn't want to be in this time. And my saddest day was when I looked down the hallway in the mall and saw a school choir come in with their teacher getting ready to sing Christmas carols. And I thought, that should be me. I shouldn't be stuck here behind the ice cream counter. And so what I did was I decided to take a step anyway toward my dream and to where I thought I would 
one day be again. And so I decided to study for my master's of curriculum teaching and learning. Okay. And in that, you also made a decision to reach out to somebody. I mm -hmm. think when change happens and to navigate it well, you can't be isolated and alone. You need people to journey with you through those changes. Mm -hmm. So when I finished my master's and decided to begin the PhD program, I decided to look for a woman, a Christian woman who was in education, who had her PhD. Okay. I watched her, I learned from her, and even though I wasn't where I was, I just focused on her career and how she had gone through many changes and difficulties. And she was now in this position of you know, being an academic, serving at Tyndale. For viewers and young people that are listening and watching, that's really key. The mentoring, if you're not where you want to be, you're saying look for somebody who's there and connect with them and follow. Hey, it's Chris, friend of See Here Love with Melinda. Sorry to interrupt this conversation, but I just had to let you know that the only way that See Here Love gets to produce fun and authentic conversations like this one is through your financial donations. So go to seeherelove.com and click on the big donate button. Thanks for your support. Let's get back to the show. Yes. What would you say to somebody who's feeling down, who's feeling depressed and sad that they're not where they want to be and want to make change to where they honestly feel that God wants them to be? Hmm. Well, I think one thing we can do is look at my story and see how God took me from that place where I never thought I would be mm -hmm. um, to this place now. And as we look at the community around us and see how um, throughout life there are, there are changes. We go through different times when we're in different situations and scenarios and often they're not where we get where we need to get stuck if we don't give up if we continue taking steps toward moving to where we want to be then then we can do just that and move toward where we want to be that's awesome well i'm so glad that you made that change that you got a mentor that you didn't give up and that you're here today so thank you dr heather birch for being with us thank you listen to this episode on the see here love podcast to hear the backstory of the show Hi, I'm Melinda, host of See Here Love, and this is the backstory of the backstory. We're gonna be doing the backstory of each show. Why did I choose these topics for these See Here Love shows? Because every time I sit and go, okay, what will be important topics or themes our viewers and listeners can relate to? And I'll be like, oh, that's a great topic to talk about. And so we thought, wouldn't it be great for people to hear how you came up with this story. So that's what the backstory is. You'll hear this on our podcast. You'll hear this on our, on our YouTube channel. And as you can see, I have no makeup artist. <laughs> I have no hairstylist. I'm pretty raw here. And I think that's what I want this backstory to be about. Join us on Apple Podcasts. I so enjoyed interviewing Dr. Heather Birch. Mm -hmm. Just her her thought about you know navigating change. Mm -hmm. Anybody have a thought about what she said that spoke to you? One of the things that I noticed that she said is she really practiced her gift of faith. Yeah. I believe um, she wanted to do this thing. She felt God was calling her to do mm -hmm. it, and she went out and she did it like with her gift of faith. Though I mean. There's that verse that says, uh, works without faith is dead. Mm -hmm. No, fa sorry. Faith without, <laughs> faith, faith without, without, faith without, without works, works is dead. dead. And when she was speaking, that was what I really picked yep. up. I was like, yeah. wow, like, go get it. That was yep. a brave and bold thing that she did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like God, like 
totally opened the doors and like look at her now from scooping ice cream to like <laughs> yeah, it's mm. awesome. yeah. yeah it was amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah I love that well speaking of change I want to ask you all and I've been thinking about this too what is the hardest change you have had to go through or going through now what's the hardest mm. change that you've had to navigate through in your life currently hardest change when I was um studying and I thought that I was going to get into Old Testament studies because I really loved it all um, and that took a hard left turn to ministry not that I looked down upon ministry I just didn't think it was for me um, and making that change um, when I was in my early 20s it was hard because you're trying to figure out God has given you a certain set of gifts and you think that this is how he's going <laughs> to use it you're good at it you love it and then you're like this are you crazy <laughs> yeah. and there was a point where I'm like I knew that he was asking me to do it that didn't make it easier though and there was a lot of anger like I poured so much of my life into this and people are saying God's hand is upon you because you know people talk and they see from their perspective mm -hmm. but I knew and then I got there and I'm like when did I ever complain because it just filled my heart in a way that I didn't know oh. that it could fill because God creates us and he knows what will fulfill us. Cool. That was hard, but no regrets. No so regrets. No, regrets. no regrets. That's good. Mm -hmm. That's good. So you're sort of thinking one way. It's like a dismantling of yeah. your dreams. Yeah. 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 Wow. Oh, dismantling yeah. of your dreams. <laughs> the loving, Welcome to the change yeah, right? show, the encouraging change yeah. show. The loving hand of God. <laughs> yeah. Dreams will be shattered. Yeah. And so replace one thing you guys can take away, better, your dreams okay? may be shattered. And replaced by something you, better. Yeah. I can relate with that, Lisa, because from somebody who went from like pursuing a pop career for like many years of my, like many, too many years of my life, never wanting to do ministry. Like I can remember saying like, I don't like Christian music. That's like, that's not for me. And God being like, oh, my sweet girl, like <laughs> oh, I have a plan for you if you would only listen to me, you know? Yeah. Um, I yeah. think though currently the the... The moving from, you know, downtown to the suburbs has been like the most recent change. And it was um, it was hard to make that shift in my brain. But mm. once I, I chose to like see the good and see the gifts in this change, it was it's been good. easy. Mm -hmm. So it's sort of perspective change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I'm I'm as I said, I'm in the middle of change after. 12, 13 years working in church ministry, I'm, I've just left. And so mm, I'm building huge. my own business and doing media and digital and communications and all this kind of stuff and helping a ton of churches and a ton of ministries now. And um, it's, it's a totally new rhythm of life. Yeah. Um, for, for one thing, like on Sundays, I just like go to church. <laughs> and like in my whole adult life, I was curious to see how that change would affect me. I had this fear, like what if I don't like going to church when I'm not paid to go? Turns out oh. I still do. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah, but you know that change. I, you don't know until you go through the change. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you going to respond? Yeah, yeah, it's been good. That's good. Uh, for me, um, you know, I, I think my biggest change was I was a real estate agent. And uh, I can I was, see that though, I, right? I can, <laughs> things we I learn on the show about each other <laughs> in the Inuit, and, and I was I was really good at, at what I can do, and um, it was just. Uh, it was God just sort of pulling the rug, tugging my heart. And, and what was interesting for me is my, I had a love of money, confession. Mm -hmm. I had a love of money and I was doing really well. I was top 10% in Canada in the company I was working with and I gave it all up and walked away. So my change has been learning to see and find God, rediscover mm -hmm. him as yes. sustainer. Yeah. Uh, that's the tough part, you know, cause we can, we can sing it, we can pray it, 
we can kind of preach it, talk it, learn it, mm -hmm. but when the rubber hits the road and you're looking Deep at an empty it. cupboard, mm -hmm. yeah. faith is kind of <laughs> challenged. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when sure. you have and when you have yeah. children, you get yeah. into this place of yeah. questioning, like God, you said, you said full-time ministry, what's going on? And so I have to circle back to Dr. Heather about this not giving up. Yeah. Yeah. Because as you walk this walk of faith, it will not always come together right away. It will not fall in place. Mm -hmm. It will dismantle. It will break down and reshape mm -hmm. itself. But you need to stay the course and know yeah. that you know yeah. that you know yeah. that God has called you for that yeah. thing. That's yeah. good. Yeah. I like that. It not only calls you, but like goes before you in that goes thing. Goes yeah. before right? and yeah. Clears the clears path. Clears the way right. and you're going, yeah. yeah. That's right. Um, if I can be so honest, because yeah. this is a woman's show, I think one of the hardest changes has been my body and my hair and the changing of the seasons as you get older as a yes. woman, mm -hmm. what happens? Girlfriend. Eyesight, <laughs> oh, thighs, earmuffs. sorry, thighs, <laughs> hair, everything. I mean, being so honest, it, it's that uh, as a woman changing, things change. Yeah. And you go through from your 20s and, and 30s and yeah. as you get older, <laughs> and you have to say, okay, if change is inevitable, things are gonna change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But who am I with Jesus? because the that's world right. will say something and you can go into change yeah, and be good. so upset yeah, and yeah. defeated and yeah. say, I didn't look like what I look like when I was younger. Mm -hmm. But I think it, when I say hardest change, it's also been good because I've had to be confronted with core of who, who am I? Identity. Mm -hmm. Beauty and identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. beauty comes in, mm -hmm. you know, um, intern, like um, internal and God loves me for who I am. Mm. So that's been, I mean, that's an honest thing. I, I'm just like, my hair doesn't have the same elasticity as it did before. <laughs> um, so it's a hard thing, but it's good because it really yeah. challenges, you know, how I see myself and, and what I focus on um, and, and sort of the self-care and self-love for myself. Yeah. So yeah. that's the real deal. It's a real mm -hmm. deal. Um, as we look at change for the show, mm -hmm. there are some big changes happening. I mean, mm -hmm. I think as you evolve, you know, this show started off as a web show in a small studio with TriCaster cameras that had like three different angles. In a kitchen. In a kitchen. Now you look and it's this like, you know, this, wow, this with all the cameras and everything. Yeah. But there's some big changes mm -hmm. happening there. So we'll still be co-hosting, we'll still be contributing, but the two of you here are gonna be going through the bigger changes for the mm -hmm. show because you're gonna be stepping into some new things. Mm -hmm. Lisa, I'm excited to hear about the new change for you. Um, I, I love it. And speaking of change, we are looking at generational changes as well. And the world is really picking up on the pace of change. And you young people in this audience here kind of know that firsthand. You're born into this changing world, whereas it was very stagnant in generations before. And so we're going to have a segment called Next Generation with Lisa. And it's just really getting... <laughs> with me. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, my, that is my name. Um, and so the whole idea is to get your take on some of those issues that are the church does need to face because, hey, no one's going to live forever. We're all going to go at one point or the Lord Jesus is going to come. And the whole idea is that there's this world that is constant change and flux. How are you guys going to deal with this? And what is your perspective on it now? Does that need to change or do we need to change as the generation before? Okay. So okay. Excited, excited for yeah. that, Lisa. Brooke, you're going through some change too. Yeah, add-ons here. I'm yeah. so excited. So we're gonna uh, have a new segment called Song and Story. It's gonna be with Joanna, and then myself and my husband Steve. We're gonna um, sing a song, like a worship song, either one that people are familiar with or maybe one that I wrote. We don't know yet. And then Joanna's gonna teach out of uh, 
the, song. the Bible. <laughs> Out of the song. So as it relates to the song. Yeah, as it I relates to the that. song, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be this like beautiful partnership of like, yeah, song and story. And I, yeah, I'm actually like I so. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I'm so. bring attention to lyrics, yeah. which so, sometimes yes. we don't. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be some new segments. We've got like the news and views and, and different ones with one on one interviews with Melinda, how you can get involved. So it's going to be the same core essence of the show with yeah. these familiar faces, but new contributors yeah. mm -hmm. and joining us. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, Joanna. We always love the good word. You always bring it and love how you bring context to each show. And I know you brought a verse today on change that I think we're really going to learn from from you. Yeah, Matthew 7, starting at verse 24. Maybe you're familiar with it. Therefore, everyone who hears these words and puts them into practice is like a wise man who builds his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because its foundation is on the rock. Mm -hmm. I mean, change is inevitable. We've just said change is going to happen in life, but we can plan for it if we put a foundation on God, right? right? That God yeah. is the secure, never changing part of our life. Mm. Um, and I think so many people, when change happens, like it's literally the bottom falls out from underneath them because they don't have a faith in God that yeah. sustains them through all mm. the other changes. You know, I know for the changes in my life, for the changes I've talked about on the show in my family situation, mm. um, there's been a lot of change for me this year. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and yet there's this firm foundation underneath it that has carried my family, that has carried yeah. myself, that's carrying me through changes mm. that I'm going through. And so some changes like in this storm, right, they're predictable, like seasons change. We can predict that. But some storms come up out of nowhere. Mm. Yeah. And so have we prepared for it? Have we actually built mm. our life on something that will last? Yeah. That's awesome. So Encouraging. Good. Mm -hmm. Wait, I, have, I have a song already. <laughs> I'm ready for this. You're ready for it. <laughs> so good. That so good. is good. Thank you, Joanna, for that, because I think those are really good reminders for us as we talk about how to navigate change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, well, here's my takeaways that I learned from this show, from these amazing, amazing team. Change is inevitable, and change is going to happen, and change is good. Mm -hmm. Always step forward don't look back and god is always with you he is your firm foundation yeah. and so from all of us here at see here love and from the student 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 <laughs> audience we want to remind you that you are seen, seen heard and loved, and loved by god bye-bye <laughs> See Here Love with Melinda Estabrooks is a production of Crossroads Christian Communications Incorporated, a member of the Canadian Council of Christian Charities. To support this program, please visit seeherelove.com and click the donate button or call 1-800-265-3100. And from me and the See Here Love team, thanks so much for your support.